Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The visibility factor is brought to you in part by the Choose Your Life Challenge. Do you feel like it's too late to do something new? You have a good life and your basic needs are met. You have a place to live, a job that provides enough, and friends and family to share it with. But it's all passing by so quickly, and it feels like you're running out of time to do the things you wanted to do. Join Danielle McCombs and Christy Allinger, co-hosts of the Opposite of Small Talk podcast, in a 30-day interactive experience that helps you to live a more intentional life. Through a combination of live sessions, video coaching, and digital social interaction, you will be guided through a series of ideas to explore your mindset and gain confidence to live the life you want. Sign up today by visiting theoppositeofsmalltalk.com forward slash challenge. Use promo code challenge4 for a 20% discount. That's theoppositeofsmalltalk.com forward slash challenge and promo code challenge4. Hello, everyone. This is Sue Barber. I just wanted to leave you a quick message and let you know that we did have a few technical difficulties on this episode. And so you may hear a little bit of scratching noises as you listen to the episode that starts about midway through. And unfortunately, that is something that we have tried to address and couldn't totally eliminate. But I wanted to keep the content. Valencia is an amazing guest and she's doing some great things. And I really wanted to make sure that you could hear all the great points that she made in the episode. So I I'm asking for your understanding in this situation. And as always, we do try to provide the highest quality to the podcast. So I hope you understand and enjoy this episode with Valencia. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. Welcome to 2023. I'm so excited to see what happens this year. It's going to be an amazing, changing year for all of us. And I'm really excited for all the good things that are coming. And I hope good things for you as well. Welcome to the show, Valencia Bennett. I am so excited to talk to you today and just hear all about the amazing businesses that you have and what you're doing in the world. So welcome to the show. Welcome to 2023 to you as well. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Happy 2023. I am looking forward to an amazing, impactful, flourishing year. Me too. So share a little bit about your experience and leaving corporate and how you got into this world of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So um, I feel like I've kind of rode the wave of everybody else with the pandemic, right? Like 2020 was that year when we all had that aha moment, like, okay, what in the world are we doing with our lives? Um, And so with that, it was like, okay, I need to figure something out. And you know what? I had a moment of self-reflection and I asked myself, I said, Valencia, moving into the next year, what are the four, what are the key things that you want in your life? Um, Freedom and flexibility was one. No cap on my earning potential, right? I didn't want to be like, oh, you have to be here for another 15 years before you get that raise that you want. Wait a minute. No. Um, the next thing was 
really loving what I was doing. Like I wanted to get up and get excited about the work that I was doing. And my most important thing is like endless possibilities of creativity. Like I wanted to be able to innovate and create and not have to hear, oh, well, we don't do it that way. So no, I'm like, no, I want to be able to choose to do and try the things that I want to try to see if it works or if it doesn't work. Um, And so after really thinking about that, thinking about all the hobbies and things I enjoyed and being a business director in the healthcare industry for 10 years, it just felt very natural for me to transition into becoming a business coach and strategist. Um, And so that is where I landed and I decided this is the next best step for me. And I have been a mad scientist ever since. I experiment, I try, I do all the things. Um, I tell people sometimes I go in my lab and I put in all the different solutions and potions and all of that to create this amazing outcome. And so that is literally how I channel my experience as an entrepreneurship. Like I really enjoy making mistakes because I learn from them. Um, And I really enjoy coming up with a cure, right? Like creating these amazing solutions for my clients. So that is where I am today. And even outside of my coaching business, even before this, my husband and I, we uh, bought rental properties or flipped homes. Um, And so we definitely do all of the work ourselves. Watch out, Chip and Joanna. Just joking. (laughs) They have to. They have that. They can have it. <laughs> um, and then outside of that, we have our, you know, trucking company where we have like 18 wheeler trucks, which I never thought in a million years I would do something like that. As a little girl, I used to be terrified of those trucks. Um, and I told my mom, I'm like, hey, we're starting a trucking business. She was like, what? I thought you were scared of trucks. I'm like, yeah, not so much now. Yeah. Um, And then with my husband, we also have a consulting firm for him where he does. He's an engineer in project management. So I am a busy entrepreneur. um, But the one that really, really just brings me the most joy is my coaching because I'm helping elevate other people's lives. So that is a little bit about me. Wow. And just look at how much you've done (laughs) and put together in really a short period of time, if you think about it from just the pandemic standpoint. But I love your four things. Those just make me so happy to hear because I love it when people really are reflective and thinking about what it is they want in their business and not just jumping into it, you know, kind of blindly and starting something. You really had a plan of what you wanted it not only to look like, but how you wanted it to feel for you. Right. That's so Absolutely. cool. So, cool. Yeah. so that's all the good stuff, right? Is there been any challenges that you faced doing this, this transition from corporate where it's kind of the steady paycheck and now into this world where it's a little bit different, right? You have to shift the way that you are in the world to get people to really see the value of working with you. How has that been for you? Um, you know what? What do you mean? There's been no problems at all. It's just all been smooth sailing. <laughs> it's been rainbows and roses and it has just been perfect through and through. Um, but no, no, Excellent. it has been definitely challenging to say the least. Um, to be honest with you, when I first started my business, I actually had a business partner Um, And it was a business advising firm, right? And this business advising firm, I thought it was a brilliant idea. I'm like, look, we're going to have tons of services and people can come to us and whatever they want. It's like going to 
McDonald's and picking whatever they want and putting it in there. Like, I don't know. Like, it, I just thought this was the most amazing idea. And so we had a few clients and every client, it was customized for them. And we worked so hard. It was long hours. It was people saying, oh, I need this. I need that. And it was a lot of done for you services. And when we did that, my business partner and I looked at each other was like, what in the world did we just create? Like, this is like worse than our work environment. What have we done? So we actually burnt out again because um, I did experience burnout for my career. And it was in this burnout happened quick. Right. Like it was probably six months in. I was like, OK, this is not it. And so at the time, my business partner decided to pursue a different path. And I just took the rest of the year to really just reflect and say, OK, all right, Valencia, what is it that you truly want? What is it that will really give you the balance that you're looking for in your life? Because what this is, it's not it. Um, and so that's what made me create a full transition. And I really had to almost start over again, right? Like I had to do rebranding. I had to figure out what it is, who I wanted to serve. I had to come up with all of that again, even when I thought I had it all figured out. Um, and I just had to continue to figure out a way to show up and show people that you should work with me. I know what I'm doing, even though my previous idea didn't work, um, but I do know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and so it just made me really reflect and realize like we sometimes really focus on what people, how we feel we should be. Like I was trying to build this big, huge company and I realized like, I don't, have to do that to be successful. I can create something small, quaint, boutique for me that gives the people that I'm working with everything they need and more. And I can do that in a way that feels fulfilling. And I don't have to be this person building this conglomerate of an organization to be successful. And so that allowed me to really hone in on the solopreneurship, being a coach, and helping people build their dreams, businesses, um, build coaching businesses, because that's what I really specialize in. And so all in all, it has definitely been trials. Um, I was never on social media before this. I was a very private person and I decided to show up on LinkedIn, right? I'm like, okay, LinkedIn seems cool. Let me try this. Um, and so I did, and it, it has worked out really well. Um, I did take time to study the platform. And I started to learn more about, you know, conversions and conversations and connecting and community. And I've just been able to meet such amazing people through this journey. And yes, but it hasn't been easy, far from it. Um, my coaching business, I say, <laughs> has been the most challenging of them all. Because um, with real estate, you literally find a house and you start doing the work. Trucking, you find a load, you drop the load off. Um, even with my husband's consulting business has been way easier, but coaching has definitely been that space where you have to show that you're a thought leader and people have to believe in you as a person before they invest in you. Um, so it's definitely been different and a lot more challenging, which I said I wanted. So I got what I asked for. <laughs> so true. Yes. And I love that you're not afraid to make mistakes yes. and you're willing to experiment because this whole no. journey is an experiment in itself, right? I've seen so many people, including myself, just you have to iterate, I think, as you're going through it and, and realize what works and what doesn't work and, and make changes and be willing to do that. 
So one of the things that I saw on your website was an article you wrote about self-care. And I thought it was really fascinating because I think that's the one thing that I definitely have struggled with and I'm doing some things differently in 2023 because it's really easy to just be able to work all the time because you love your business, you love what you're doing. What are you doing for yourself and what are you doing to help clients through this? Yes, Um, so I am not perfect at it either and I don't expect anybody to be perfect at it. Um, But really the biggest thing is, the first thing for me is learning to disconnect because I love what I do so much. I have to have a hard stop, right? It's like at this time, Valencia, laptop closed, phone off, you need to step away and do something for yourself. Um, And that's either exercising, that's me going to start playing my guitar because I am trying to learn how to play guitar. We'll see how that goes. Um, But really giving (laughs) myself other things outside of what I'm doing as a business owner because we can easily get consumed. I would be lying to let you say that I don't have nights where I'm just thinking about tons of stuff that I can be doing. Um, But it's really figuring out ways to disconnect that can get my mind off of it. Um, And even at night, I love to watch a movie before I go to bed, right? It's like some people like to read. I am a movie girl because when I'm in the movie, it takes my mind away from all the things that I'm working on and I can focus in on the plot of the movie, like, ooh, what's about to happen? (laughs) Um, And that just helps give me some time to breathe and it helps me go to sleep easier because I'm like, okay, I, I had an opportunity to fully disconnect. Um, And so it's about Mm -hmm. finding that. The next thing is creating a a routine, right? It doesn't have to be fully structured, but some type of routine where it's like, okay, I know I want to work out three times a week, or I want to make sure that on Fridays, I call them free flow Fridays. I have free flow Fridays. So on Fridays, I don't have any meetings scheduled and I just get up and I decide what I want to do that day. Um, and I make it up and go, I have this little Chinese restaurant that's close by that I love to go to. And I'll just go in there and eat. They know me by now. They come up to the table. They're like, okay, you want unsweet tea? You want, (laughs) they already know what I'm ordering. (laughs) Um, so they know. Um, and so with that, it's like, it's just a way for me. It gives me something to look forward to that day. I'll go maybe go to the spa or I'll go get a facial or I'll go get my hair done. Like it just really gives me a day to focus on me and my clients know as they work with me, like, Hey y'all. And I encourage them to do the same, but I'm like on Fridays, if you send me a message, I probably won't get back to you until Monday. Um, And they know that and they respect that because they're trying to create the same lives for themselves. Wow. That's an amazing boundary to build and just give yourself, get out of bed and decide what you want to do today. That's, I'm sure so many people listening are going to say, I want a free flow Friday too. (laughs) Every week, every week. Yes. Free flow Friday. (laughs) I love that. Do it. It's life changing. Yes. Life changing for sure. I'm building that in, but I hadn't called it the free flow Friday, but I might, I might start using that if that's okay with you. There you go. I know I might need to trademark that. that. Yeah. Before everybody starts stealing it from you. Yes. 
So you mentioned working with coaches and their businesses and helping them. Is there, are you working with coaches who are brand new and starting to just figure out how to build a business or are you working with people who are further along and already doing their business and helping them improve it? So, um, so really I help coaches that have been in business for about one to five years. Um, and what I do is I help them simplify their systems and strategies so that it's easy for them to consistently hit that 10 K plus months. Right. Um, cause that's what we want as coaches. We want to be, I want coaches to be able to get out of their business just as much as they put in. We pour our hearts into our clients and our business. And I want to make sure that it also gives you what you want financially, but it's also fulfilling work. And you're doing all the things that you want, like your business is giving you all you want and more. So that is my biggest focus. And yes, it is people that are in business about one to five years. I want people that have at least started to tap into it because they at mm-hmm. least have a better idea of what it is that they want to do. Um, Cause the discovery part of business ownership is a lot. Like people think it can, it happens in a month, like no, Sometimes it takes, and it may take you longer than a year to figure out what it is that you really want to do. Um, as you can see, I thought I had it all figured out. And within six months, I was like, this is not it. Um, and so you just, I want people who have at least started to try to figure it out for themselves. What do you think the biggest issue is for those coaches? Is it because they haven't truly figured out what it is or is it because they're struggling in other ways? And are you referring to the ones that are in business for one to five years or the ones that haven't, that are yeah. Um, yeah, the ones that are in business. For five years. You know what? The biggest thing is overcomplicating, like trying to do all the things. And it's hard, like online gurus are coming out of the woodworks. You should be doing this and you should be doing that. And so you're constantly trying all of these things that one, don't align with you. Um, and two, you're like, if I do this, I should be getting results right away. And people give up on things very, very quickly. Right. If you start doing something normally within a month, they're like, okay, I didn't see the results I was expecting. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, And so for me, it's about really establishing what is it that aligns with you as a coach? What are the things that you can consistently do? What are the things that you can do consistent while you consistently show up so that you can start seeing those results? But it's something that you actually enjoy doing versus something that, oh, I'm just doing it to check a box. Um, And so that to me is where a lot of coaches in that one to five year period are why they're struggling um, is because they're just trying to figure it out by doing all the things when in essence, it's like doing two things will get you the results rather than doing all the things. Um, And so I have been coined the queen of simple um, because my my favorite term is like, I'm not doing that. Um, I'm all about keeping it simple doing things that if you maybe two to three steps, you'll get what you need. And that's it. Not trying to build a funnel that spans from here to China. Like, no, like a funnel that's three to four steps and you get the outcome that you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting because I think when you get into this, especially if you've never had a business, I definitely had never had a business either. It starts to feel like you look around social media, you look around what other coaches are doing and it Mm -hmm. feels like, well, they must be successful. I can see them all over social media. They must be doing it right. I should just do what they did. And I definitely know that I spent too much money too much time on things that I didn't need to spend time on, thinking that 
those were all the right things to do. So I definitely followed a similar path. I realized later that that was not necessary and didn't need to happen. So one of the things that I think is really fascinating about you is that you are pretty vulnerable on social media. You are really good at sharing stories, um, talking about the things that are happening for you. Is that intentional in your method of really connecting with people? Absolutely. Um, but I'll be honest with you, it is, it's more for me uh, because I've always been a very, very mm-hmm. private person. And it's so weird. Like I just got on social media and just started spilling the beans, telling people all my business. And I'm like, what are you doing? I was never that person. I was always a very closed off person. And literally I tell people, I'm like the people that follow me on LinkedIn probably know more about me than the people in my family. Um, Because I've always been to myself and it's, it's been, it's been very freeing. I will say to share my ups and downs because I did. I always wanted to come off as like this polished, perfect person that's doing everything right. And I realized that's not honesty. That's not being truthful. And people won't connect with me if I'm that person. Right. And so I just started to be like, Hey, I'm not, I don't like how my business is going right now. And I just spill the beans and I tell people and people started to connect with me more that way than me trying to show up being polished and perfect. And when I realized that, I realized like, okay, people are way more accepting than I give them credit for. And now it's like, okay, you're going to get everything. Now you can hear it all. Um, and I, and I love sharing, I love sharing my journey with people and what my husband and I have been able to accomplish together at a young age, because we didn't come from environments that taught us, you know, how to manage our money and how to build wealth and create financial freedom for ourselves. Like we figured it out together. We just had conversations and we knew what we wanted and we worked towards that together and I want to share those stories with other people, right? It's never too late to create the wealth and financial freedom that you want in your life. Um, and I tell, and I tell people how we did it, like something may inspire the next person on how to do it. And so that is what has been fun for me is the responses that I'm getting from people like, Oh my goodness, thank you so much for sharing that. Like you made it real. You made me know that it is something that I can accomplish uh, versus me just trying to keep it to myself and being so private. So, yes, I have. I'm doing it intentionally for sure. (laughs) It's the complete opposite of what they probably hear from most people. Right. That everybody else shares only the good stuff. Right. And they only talk about the things that are going well. They don't talk about the issues and the challenges, which is, I think, the real stuff that people are dealing with. So I can imagine, right, that they would connect with you. And that's how you and I got connected, right? Just connecting on the things that were challenges for both of us. What do you think if you had to go back and start over again, just even from two years gone by, is there anything you would do differently? You know, so when I started, obviously I told you I started with like 30 different services. (laughs) Then from there, I went to like five. Um, But honestly, if I had to start over, I would really focus on creating one amazing offer, which I have that now, but one amazing offer and focusing and making sure that it's for one 
select group of people. And I, and I, you know, people would say the riches are in the niches. And when people would say that, I used to be like, what? No, no way. And now I'm like on the bandwagon. The riches are in the niches. Like when you niche down and figure exactly who you're serving and create something specifically for them, then it is very hard for those people to tell you no. They literally, they're like, oh my goodness, this is what I've been waiting for. Um, and all of that is done through like market research and all of that. And I help my clients with that. But it's like when you create that magic for them, like I call it my potion, that magic potion for them, it's, it really changes their lives. And it also changes your life as a business owner because you're, you're going to start, you see the results much quicker. Um, and that's what I wish I knew when I first started. And I learned a lot from my journey, but I wish in the beginning I would have just kept it simple. Yeah. I, I was told the same and I thought that can't work, right? You can't just have this one little thing and that's enough. I, I think that was something I didn't believe in the beginning either. And I think it's definitely true. And I agree. Simple is better. Um, I've heard from someone else speaking at like a confused mind doesn't buy, right? So if they don't know what it is you're offering, they don't know how it impacts them and why they should do it, why would they go forward with that? So it makes total sense. One of the things that I would love for you to talk about is your new, I, I believe you're calling it an academy. I would love to hear about your new academy that you're building and what you're hoping to do with that. Yes. So I have my new program. It's called the Savvy Success Formula, um, and it is for coaches. And what it is, it's a one-to-one -one and group program. So people can choose to do this program with me one-to-one -one or in a group setting. And it's really giving them all that they need and more to build a successful coaching business. Um, I tell people, you get into this program and you can literally put blinders on and be like, whatever gurus, <laughs> I'm listening to Valencia. Um, and you get all of the personalized information that works for you. And that's what I tell people, like, you can listen to what everybody is doing, but it's very general information, right? It's like, this they're just, they're trying to speak to the masses, whereas you working with me, you're in my program, it's very personalized to you. What is it that will make you get the results that you're looking for? Um, and so I created it into five steps. And so the five steps is step one, simplify your business so you can breathe. And in that part, it's about you creating that one amazing offer, but identifying your niche, your target clients and audience, and really getting clear on what your competitors are doing and how you can be better. So it's like simplifying your business. So we're not doing the, we're, it's not to the point where you have 10, 20, 30 services. It's like, no, you have this one amazing offer that people are like, oh my goodness, sign me up now. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, step two is stand out with a magnetic brand. I'll be honest with you. I feel like a lot of my success, I attribute it to my branding when I first started on LinkedIn. Like people would come to me, oh my goodness, I love your brand pictures. Oh my goodness, I love what you stand for. Oh my goodness, I love your brand. And I realized how important that is when creating a successful business because your brand stands when you're not visible. Like when you're not talking, your brand is still there. It's, it's living on your website. It's living on your social profile. And so I want to make sure that your brand, people's brand is so good that people are like, oh my goodness, I love your brand. And you're automatically attracted. 
Step three is fill your client's heart with an unforgettable experience. Really, it's about creating an amazing experience. I think what happens a lot is that people create programs and they're so busy marketing and saying how amazing it is. And then when you get in there, you're like, this is nothing of what I thought it was going to be. And so I want to bring that integrity back and make sure that people are they're they're walking or like they're walking the talk or talking the walk, however that goes. But they're really, really <laughs> living out what they're they're promising their clients. Like they're really making it happen for them, and they're making experience so great. And being intentional about mapping out every step of the way that that client is interacting with them from the website to everything, like making those touch points really, really amazing. Step four is stabilize 10K plus months with easy client acquisition. So it's about bringing people into your space, creating a system that's so easy for people to follow, for you to follow as a business owner that consistently brings clients to you. And so it's about teaching people how to do that in a way that feels right and aligns with them. And then the last part is sustain your path to freedom. And freedom is about mind freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. And so mind is about mindset and manifesting. Time is about delegating, automating, and making sure that you are really spending the time on the things that you need to be focused on. And then financial freedom. Financial freedom is creating, making your money work for you as a coach, right? Like you can make 10K plus months, but if you're spending it all on whatever, then you're going to look 10 years from now and be like, where did all my money go? I got to keep grinding and working, working. Where no, if the next 10 years, if you do what you're supposed to do with your money, you can go move to Bali if you want to or wherever you want and live your best life. So I want to make sure that I'm equipping people to do that. Just beyond helping them make the money, I want them to make the money work for them too. Because um, mm-hmm. through my journey, my husband and I journey, we've been able to create financial freedom for ourselves. And so I want to make sure other people experience it because it definitely relieves a lot of financial stress. And you can truly, truly be free when you're not always worried and concerned about where the next amount of money is going to come from. So that is my program. (laughs) I love that. How long is the program? So the program is a 12-month program uh, because I noticed that entrepreneurship is lonely. Um, And sometimes in those lonely moments, we make desperate decisions. And so I wanted to make sure that I had, I created a long-term support system for the coaches as they're building their business and they're going through the program they have that continuous support from me and the other coaches where they can bounce ideas that we can strategize together. We can figure out what worked in this scenario and what didn't work. Just having that opportunity to really test things out to see what it is that they can do to elevate and continue to be better in their business with ongoing support. I love that. And I love that you've created it with kind of the the goals that you originally had in mind for your business, right? Thinking about the way that you wanted to live and how you wanted your coaching business to be and now helping others to do the same. That's so, so cool. I love it. I know. It gives me chills when I think about it. I get so excited about it. (laughs) 
Well, and that makes it fun for you too, right? It's not something that you don't want to do every day. You just want to help people get to where you are, which is, you know, I think a lot of people don't know how to do that, right? They just don't know that path. And if you can help them, I love putting the blinders on, just go in, put the blinders on and just do what I'm telling you to do and you're going to make it. Yep. So that's it. So cool. Well, I'm going to transition into what I call the rise up and be visible quick tips. So these are four questions that I ask every guest and I can't wait to hear your answers. So the first one is visibility is, and then fill in the blank. Visibility is self-acceptance. What allowed me to become more visible is that I accepted who I was as a person and realized that who I am, I can bring value to other people through my experiences, through my journey, I can share that with others and allow them to see if some things resonate with them. But what allowed me to officially become visible was that I accepted myself. I accepted who I was and realized that I am valuable and I can bring that value to other people. So important. Do you have advice or a tip that you could share with the listeners on what you have done to be visible? I know we talked about your social media, but anything else? Um, a lot of self-discovery and self-awareness, right? Like understanding what was holding me back from being okay with being visible um, and being okay with being imperfect in front of other people, allowing them to see my flaws and all um, along with my wins, but it was like, well, it's okay. You don't have to carry this facade that you know everything because people don't expect you to know everything. We all have our own opinions. And when I realized that, I'm like, I don't have to be the next Einstein, right? Like, I don't have to be that person. I just have to believe in what I'm talking about and share that. And there's going to be people who agree and there's going to be people who may not agree, but that's okay. At least I'm sharing and I'm being open about my experiences and what people can learn from me. Mm-hmm. What is the one piece of leadership or career advice that you've received that's helped you the most? Oh, I remember this, like this really stuck in my head and it was, we were all created with weaknesses to need other people. I've learned that nothing in this world can be done alone. You need the support of other people. Being a business owner, you can't have a successful business and it's just you. Like you need clients, you need community, you need people and you need connections. And so that is something that I took away that I learned that I really have to be intentional about building long lasting relationships with people and being okay with finding people that compliment me, right? Like I'm, I can't do it all. Like in my program, I am the business strategist and the coach, right? But I do have a brand identity coach. That's a part of the program. I have a mindset and manifest coach. That's a part of my program. I also have a copywriting coach. That's a part of my program. So we all come together to create this amazing experience. I don't have to do it on my own. I can tap into other people to help me do it as well. 
That's amazing. I love that. And I don't think people think about that was definitely not something I thought about early enough in my career was I kind of grew up that you had to do it yourself. You had to figure it out. So I love that you are pushing that message out to the world that everybody needs help. And I think that the advice that you got was really helpful. I think more people knew that they would just not be so afraid to ask for help anymore because we all need help, right? We all do. We all do. All do. do. Okay. Last question. What book have you read recently that you love and would recommend? So Mia, I know we've been talking about business. So I would say $100 million offers by Alex Hormanzi. I think that's how you say his last name. Okay. I haven't heard of that one. Um, The reason is because he made me reconsider how I built my offer. And literally he says, you need to create an offer that's so good that they would feel stupid to say no to. I hate that he said that word. He said that, not me. Um, But he said that he was like, for them, they would feel stupid to say no. And at first when I read it, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get what he's saying. But then with time, as I really started to think about it, It's like, as business owners, we have to create not what we want, but we have to create what our clients want. Mm -hmm. And when I, when that resonated with me, it made me realize like, okay, Alex is on to something here. Like if I really create something so good and it, it checks all the boxes for people, then they would feel crazy to say no. They would be like, why am I not signed up for this already? Um, And that's what made me develop the program that I have today. It's like when I talk to coaches, I want them to be like, oh, Valencia, where have you been? Like, this is what I, this is everything I need. Like, where have you been? I'm ready. Um, And that was intentional. And I got a lot of that from reading that book. Oh, well, I'm definitely going to check that out. So if people wanted to reach out to you, where would you like them to find you? Well, you can find me on LinkedIn, of course. (laughs) Um, And then you can also reach out to me like on my website at Savvy. So S-A-V-V-Y dash method dot com. And you can fill out the contact form there and get in touch with me. Um, And then on LinkedIn, I'm available under my name, Valencia Bennett. um, And you can connect with me there as well. Well, I will share all those links in the notes so everybody can find you. And thank you for being here. I love on your website, you talk about laughing until you cry. And I think you are so, so funny (laughs) and just like, just naturally funny person. And I think that is so important. I think we need more laughter in the world. And so I love who you're being. I love that you're not afraid to take chances and risks and help other people do the same and just have a life that's really amazing. So I'm so excited to know you and thank you for being on the show. Yes, I am so grateful that we connected and you allowed me to come here. And I tell people with me, we will laugh together, we'll cry together and we'll thrive together. So we will do it all. We will do it all. So thank you for having me. And this has been amazing. That's awesome. Well, thanks everybody for joining today today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. 
follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.